Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. To Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicado. We are here every Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get ready for Week 8 Fantasy Football. What could be better than that? Uh, I don't know, man. So many, so many things that you got to think about when you consider everything. What could be better than that? One thing will be better than that if you're a Sterling Shepard owner. Uh, Sterling Shepard expects to return following the Giants Week 8. He says, I'll be ready to go, Shepard said Tuesday. Shepard apparently retweaked his ankle in practice last week, leading to his surprise inactive report against the Seahawks. With Odell Beckham, Brandon Marshall lost for the season. Shepard's presence is desperately needed. And, of course, he's going to be a guy that gets started every week. And that's going to be tough. When you look at how poor, from a passing perspective, that Giants offense is for anyone except Ingram. Uh, this is rough. ESPN's Josina Anderson reports the NFL has closed its investigation into the domestic violence allegation against Javis Landry. Uh, just like the Florida State Attorney's Office, the NFL did not find sufficient evidence to suspend Landry. The receiver can actually put the situation behind him, according to Josina Anderson of ESPN on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Landry's been one of those guys that was subject uh, to a domestic violence uh, suspicion in an incident involving his wife. And that is behind him now, and he is ready to play football. And that situation is settled. One situation not settled, of course, Martavis Bryant. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Martavis Bryant is not available via trade. Thomas said Bryant's comments on social media were out of bounds, but added the receiver has done a lot to improve and is a good guy to work with. The coach did say he would deal with the situation, so perhaps Bryant is looking at a suspension. On Tuesday, Bryant told ESPN's Josina Anderson she gets around. She's everywhere. I gotta follow Josina Anderson around. She's got all the comments. Bryant told Josina Anderson he wants out, period, if the Steelers don't try to include me more, despite Tomlin's comments. The saga will continue to move onward, according to Joe Rudder. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Joju Schuster-Smith is in concussion protocol. This comes out of left field as Smith-Schuster both finished the game and spoke to the reporters after. He apparently started experiencing symptoms Monday night or Tuesday. However, he is now questionable to face the Lions on Sunday night with Martavis Bryant's status up in the air. This could be interesting for the Pittsburgh offense. That's according to Ed Bouchette, who covers the Steelers on Twitter. Marshawn Lynch, who somehow appealed... 
his suspension. This is the problem in this country. Everything gets dragged out because we have guys that are obviously guilty, and there's no way in eight just to peel everything. And Lynch is one of those guys, man. What the hell? Marshawn Lynch, one game suspension has been upheld on appeal. It means he'll miss the Raiders matchup with the Bills this week. Jalen Rashad, DeAndre Washington should uh, get the opportunity to share the carries there. So that's where we got it going on. Jason Peters tore his ACL and MCL Monday night. Oh, wow. Wow. That's that's a tough blow for Philadelphia. There was some hope he was just dealing with an MCL injury, but an MRI on Tuesday revealed the extent of the damage. It's a massive blow to the English offensive line, which may require them to move right tackle Lane Johnson to the left side. And Hapaluta Vatal, who filled in for Peters Monday night in the, as the other option, 36 in January, it could be Peter's final snap in the National Football League. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicata. We'll be back with more fantasy football information after this. You don't want to go anywhere. This is the place to be. This is the place where women love, children come to hang out. We don't have lollipops, but if we did, people would like it. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Hey, it's Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, and I'm trying my best not to do an adequate promo. But anyway, I'm here to talk about the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's myself, Wall Street, Matt Medica, who's already done like 47 drafts, each at $400 a pop. We got the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, who's never wrong, and me, the Fantasy Executive. All I do is talk and win chips. So tune into the Fantasy Football Frenzy every weekday morning beginning at 9 a.m. East right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Rewind Show, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are ready and raring to go. I'll tell you right now, if you listen to last night's show, I wasn't happy. I went with the players that sucked. I went with me that sucked, too. Now, we're going to go to the man, is uh, Gabe Morency. Who ruins your Sunday? I love this every week. It's like my favorite thing. Like, I root for this guy to have a bad Sunday so he can get pissed off about it. That's kind of weird. Here he is, Gabe Morency. Well, I got to be honest with you. I was really hoping I was going to be standing here doing this week's edition of Who Ruined Your Sunday in a much better mood. 
I was really hoping it would be coming off a big monster weekend like I did two weeks ago, in which I was standing here and I was actually reaching for fantasy football players that let me down. You know who let me down uh, yesterday? Everybody! That's who let me down. Besides my Buffalo Bills. But the Buffalo Bills didn't win me any money yesterday. They didn't cost me any money yesterday. We ended up pushing uh, the point spread. So, you know, that's... Yeah, that's about the uh, that's about the best thing that uh, happened uh, yesterday. Now, the first things first. We stand here on a weekly basis talking about how bad the NFL is. It truthfully is. 2017. This is the worst year of NFL football that I've seen in my freaking life. I remember growing up and started. I was watching football in the late 70s and the early 80s. There were a lot of bad teams and bad quarterbacks and stuff. I mean, for the love of God, to put it in context, guys. Okay, last year. There were three shutouts in the entire year. There were three shutouts in the entire There were three shutouts yesterday. There were six teams that didn't score touchdowns yesterday. Six teams didn't score a touchdown, including the Arizona Cardinals. Now, let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals. First off, if I could swear, I would tell them that they can go after themselves. Um, yeah, I don't know what the deal is with you guys. You're unprepared to play every time you leave the desert. You're okay at home, and you can battle against piece-of-crap teams and hopefully win in overtime. But I'm sick and tired about hearing about what a great coach Bruce Arians is. Because if Bruce Arians was such a great coach, his team wouldn't suck as hard as they do consistently. All right? You're an embarrassment to the state of Arizona. And that's saying something, considering the good people of Arizona re-elected Corella DeVille, Jan Brewer, a couple of times. The people of Arizona think Sheriff Joe Arpaio is a good guy, all right? Like, at this point, I wish Sheriff Joe Arpaio was still in power so he could come and arrest the Arizona Cardinals. You guys should be in pink polka dot jumpsuits cleaning up garbage on the street! Carson Palmer breaks his arm. Oh, that's a shame. You broke your arm. He's out, uh, he's out eight weeks. You know what, dude? I, if I was you, I wouldn't worry about the rehab right now, okay? You know, this is like some uh, loser at work that gets sick and it's actually a good thing he's gone. This is one of these deals. But it's a good thing because, you know, Arizona, they don't need, they don't, they don't need Carson Palmer because they got a great stable of backup quarterbacks. Like Drew Stanton and Blaine Gabbard. And that's the thing. Everybody's going to give Bruce Arians a free pass. Oh, wow, look at the quarterbacks that he has. He's in charge, man. He's in charge. I don't give anybody a free pass. Bruce Arians, you've ruined my Sunday for the last damn time. Arizona, I swear, I'm never betting on Arizona road game ever again, but it's to the point where I don't want to bet on any of these clowns in the NFL ever again. The Arizona Cardinals ruined my Sunday, and you know what? You know, they probably ruined a bunch of Brit Sundays as well. These guys paying big money, you're sending over this crap. All right, let's, which leads us here to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I don't know anymore to start with this. It's not even funny anymore. Like, it's, 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 it's not even funny. But they've somehow managed to hit new lows. As Andy Dalton yesterday... Andy Dalton on fourth down threw the ball out of bounds. All right? 
That's like if you know your wife, that's, that's what we call a tap out. On fourth down, never mind the fact, never mind the fact, I don't know, maybe there could be a pass interference penalty. Who cares at this point? It's your last gasp effort. You might as well do something besides exasperatedly throw it out of bounds. After one of his various interceptions yesterday, I caught Andy's uh, lips. He sat down, he goes, I don't know what happened. I'll tell you what happened. You suck. That's what happened. All right? It's safer to fly on Malaysian Airlines than it is to bet on a Cincinnati Bengal game. And you know what? Marvin Lewis. Uh, Marvin Lewis doesn't like the TD celebration rule, but he doesn't mind a punk-ass thug like Vontez Burfecht kicking people in the head. The only people who should get kicked in the head are the Cincinnati Bengal players. I'm starting to think that Mike Brown's dead. The owner of the Browns, he must be gone. Because how the hell is Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis not fired yet? Like, at what point do we realize the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again? Now, listen, I've been down this road with the Bengals before. We took them on a teaser. Figured, oh, there's no way they can't lose by 11, right? No, no, they lose by 12. Or, you know, they'll lose by 13. Whatever the damn number is, you can be sure that Andy Dalton won't get that number, all right? Andy Dalton should be the biggest patriot in America. Nobody should love America like Andy Dalton should. The fact that this guy has like 70 or $80 million in his bank is a testament to what a great country America can be and that a total dumb, slow-witted Richie Cunningham look-alike Loser, like Andy Dalton, could be a multimillionaire. Only in America. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. I'm actually surprised nobody's freaking assaulted you yet, Dalton, in this room. I can't take it. I can't take it. Like, I'm amazed that fans haven't lined up outside your house and just thrown eggs at it. Well, as clueless as Andy Dalton is, he's not as annoying as Cam Newton now, is he? Yeah, or is it, was that Cam Newton yesterday? Or is that that uh, An Andrew Outcast, Andre Brand fan, three freaking thousand Urkel crap? Who the hell are you anyways? You spend more time worrying about your goofy-ass wardrobe than you know, I've defended you, Cam Newton. I've gone to the end of the end, end for you. And I can't do it anymore. I give up. You're crap, all right? You're crap. You're nothing but a product of a modern millennial society. You're overhyped with no freaking substance. You're good once a month. You're good once a month. Superman. Yeah, crap, man. Superman. Superman. I guess it's fitting they call you Superman, actually, because you're as crap as that Superman versus Batman movie is. And now we save the best for last. Steve Sarkeesian and the Atlanta Falcons. You know, I don't want to be this guy, coach, but you know what? At this point in time, you're better off just drinking, all right? You're better off just getting drunk. 
You have no business being in the NFL. You know, the only time that Steve Sarkeesian should be associated with the NFL is if he's watching a damn NFL game in a bar. And I could take, I could take a cocktail waitress in a damn strip club and ask her to draw up a play from the one-yard line, and she would come up with something better than Steve Sarkeesian. You're clueless as well, Matt Ryan. What the hell are you throwing to? You know, Super Bowl hangover. Say, it's not a Super Bowl hangover, it's a Super Bowl coma, all right? Super Bowl coma. And, you know, I, I can only really blame myself on this. I bet on the same losers every week. Arizona, Atlanta, ooh, Cam Newton and Carolina. You lost Carolina to a rookie quarterback who completed four passes. Four. Four passes. And we lost the game. Four. How do you lose? How do you lose a football game? Would you hold the other team to four completions? I'll tell you how you do it, because you're a stupid idiot, like Mike Shula. I don't know how you guys are offensive coordinators in this league, all right? You couldn't coordinate your dick in front of your toilet. <laughs> like, I can't take it anymore. You're terrible. I'm tapping out. I'd rather bet on Canadian Football League action. You guys freaking blow. It's an all-time low. You've all ruined my Sunday for the last time. This is Tony Sincata. I got to regroup. I got to regroup. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. The last line of that tirade is amazing. I don't know. <laughs> you can't coordinate beep in front of your toilet. Wow. That's rough. That's some lack of coordination. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Tony Sakata from the Lineup Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com, which you can hear Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and of course, Sports Byline Affiliates, American Forces Radio, and DailyRoto.com. We break down Major League Baseball lineups for the night, weather situations, ballpark information, and Las Vegas game totals. And I am joined by Benny Ricciotti, a fellow DFS expert who you could read at Fantasy Guru Elite. We have been making money all season long, and at the end of every show, we give you the lineups we actually use. And at the end of every show, you get them absolutely free. So, guys, when you boast you're making America great again, we're actually doing it. So tune into the Lineup Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday with Benny and myself, and we'll continue to make you money so you don't lose your hard-earned cash and you don't need those Groupons for the two-for-one dinner so you can actually get a date. The Lineup Block Show brought to you by dailyroto.com 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern.
Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. I'll tell you right now. Gabe Morrissey. Gabe Morrissey didn't disappoint there. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. Now, if you like Tony Sincata, this week, I, I told you last night, man. If you didn't listen to last night's Fantasy Football Rewind, go ahead and listen to it. Last night was Matt Ryan. His name of the show was Matt Ryan. You suck. It's on Audio Boom, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. I told you, I'm, uh, I don't want to sound like a, a guy that's a kind of a dick, but I, I'm 7-0. and But two weeks in a row. I've lost my quarterback and got barely any points. I lost Aaron Rodgers with a broken collarbone. I lost Carson Palmer with a broken arm. So I got Jared Goff, who's on a bye this week. So Tony Sincata needs a quarterback. I'm trying to trade for one right now. And I have, if I have to go to waiver wire, it's going to be Josh McCown. That's all we got. So here we got the idea, some opportunities. Maybe Chris Meany can shed some light on the Tony Sincata and give me some help. If you're in a situation like me, I don't think there's help. I think I just need the rest of my guys to keep kicking ass and getting it done besides the quarterback. But here is Chris Meany, and you can catch the show on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube to the Fantasy Sports Network, and you guys can get along with 48,000 other people all the information you need in fantasy here is our man, Chris Meany. I mean, Carson Wentz. Carson Don't scare Parker. me like that. Oh, what if, though? What if he does? Oh, um, man. He's just a simple farm boy. Who knows what could happen on a combine? So, um, Carson Palmer broke his arm this weekend. Yeah. But the truth is, as far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't have had Carson Palmer on your team anyway. Right. But, I mean, Chris, tell us what this means. Does this impact Larry Fitzgerald? Obviously, it does. Tell us what's going on. Well, the thing is, like, you could have had Palmer on your team. Like, he, he's had some pretty good games. And if you lost Aaron Rodgers, Palmer, if he was available, that would have been the number one option. Now, we talked a lot about Josh McCown. I'm still in on Josh McCown. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty good day. And if you watch him, he's like, it's not a, he's not a great real-life quarterback. But he's got some weapons around him some, for some fantasy relevance there. And um, he's making some things happen. So, for Palmer, if you have him, he's a media drop. I'm not dropping Larry Fitzgerald, but I'm really thinking about dropping maybe John Brown, uh, Jerron Brown, J.J. Nelson. Like, these guys shouldn't be on your roster now, and it's too bad because for Drew Stanton, I just, I'm not buying into, you know, what he's selling. There's... For Arizona, everybody takes a downtick here. And, I mean, Jay Cutler cracked ribs. Maybe you were still rostering him in two quarterback leagues. He had a strong start yesterday. There's a there's a possibility you could have went down that road. I know I had to play him in one of my leagues. So both those quarterbacks, done. Again, we lost Aaron Rodgers last week. We got six teams on bye this week. Arizona's one of them, Green Bay, um, Jacksonville, L.A., the Chargers, or the Rams, rather, the Giants and the Titans. So you possibly need a quarterback pretty bad. And this is like the Green Bay effect. Everybody just takes a downgrade in that offense. We saw Jordy Nelson not doing anything. Devontae Adams, Cobb, these guys didn't really have great days. Aaron Jones was a beast. We'll get to him in a second. But for me, you got to – I mean, where are you looking? I mean, Josh McCown needs to be on. Maybe you missed out on Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor needs to be on. These are are options I'm looking at. I like Goff. Goff's a bye week. There's there's some tough games coming up on the schedule. Everyone's in a tough spot. Now, I wouldn't drop Larry Fitzgerald. 
And I get some questions about, do I just cut these Green Bay guys? I wouldn't cut them. Like, you can't just cut Jordy Nelson and drop him. No. You kind of stuck with him, and you just hope that, you know, this bye week, another week for Hundley to figure it out, maybe, uh, you know, on this bye week for Stanton to figure it out. I think Fitz will be fine, um, but certainly everybody else takes a downgrade. And, and for Aaron Jones, um, huge positive, what we saw from him yesterday. He was getting the bulk of the carries, the touches. I mean, the snap counts from our boy uh, Nathan Janke, Pro Football Focus, uh, snap counts, Aaron Jones, 44, Ty Montgomery, 7. Oof. So Montgomery's getting a downtick. It's Jones. If you have Jones, it's crazy how this played out because I thought maybe, you know, you sell high on Jones. Originally when he came, Montgomery would be back. That would be mostly a timeshare. But Jones is the guy that I like the most of that offense going forward because they're going to change their style. They're going to run the ball a little bit more. And you saw with Arizona with Adrian Peterson, that was just game script. AP went back to being AP of old. That was a good game script for him last week. This was a good matchup. He didn't do anything. A downgrade for that Cardinals offense. That's that's one of the big takeaways for me this past weekend. But I mean, like, sure, people say, oh, well, he had, like, all these red zone. You know, like, he was, like, second most in red zone passes or something, right? Palmer. Who's out there catching him, though? I don't see them right. winning any games. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. It's not going to be that. They're, they were screwed anyway. They're still screwed. Yeah, we'll get to some wide receivers a little bit later on if you did have a John Brown or if you're in a deeper league and you had a Jerron Brown. I mean, Arizona, again, on a bye this week. There's no need to really hang on to those guys with Stanton throwing the ball. Um, Stanton's interesting. Have you seen some of the pictures of that surface of him before the games? Like, he loses bets, and he goes out there. Like, he went out there and just boxers a couple weeks ago and was just running around. He had, like, a Superman cape on. The other day, he, like, lost a pregame bet and was out there just running around. This guy does not sound like a professional. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I wish I would have talked to you before oh. so we had some of those pictures. Next week, we'll, we'll serve with some stand pictures. It's Let me ask you this. Because some people, you know, it's always fun to, like, look at the rookies and stuff like this. Yeah. Of these rookie quarterbacks, like, Hundley, C.J. Beatard, and uh, what's the other one? What's the other one we were just singing about? Goff? No, Goff's not No. Rookie. Well, do you like any of these guys? Or, like, is Hundley or the other guy? No, I'm not in no. on Hundley. He didn't really do a whole lot yesterday. He had the rushing touchdown, which was nice. And like I said, a bye week here, maybe to figure it out. Um, with some more reps with the first-team offense to get more comfortable. I mean, if you're in a two-quarterback league, Sure. I mean, I'd pick him up. I mean, it's slim. I'm in a two-quarterback league with 16 teams. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I paid 40 bucks for EJ Manuel for one start. It wasn't Holy. great. I got a handful of points, and I moved on. Yeah. So there are some weapons there that, it, I mean, he could have better games. I saw some okay, okay things from him, and I, I saw some pretty terrible things from him. But, again, it's, it's, it's much like Mitch Trubisky maybe you're thinking of. It's it's. Yes, thank you. Sorry. It's probably it's it's what those teams like. You look at Chicago; they're not throwing the ball. Trubisky had four completions. No. They're running the ball, and this is what Green Bay is going to do. I wonder if Arizona is going to try that. I mean, the line is not great. They're getting some pieces back. Adrian Peterson didn't look good yesterday. It's it's pro- it's a wait and see approach. Like I'm not starting Hundley in any 12 team leagues. I'm definitely not starting many 10 team leagues. For C.J. Beathard, again, I saw some okay things from him as well. And this is a, a very inexperienced team in San Fran, and you got a, a lot of young players on yeah. that team. So it's it's hard to really trust those guys moving forward. Maybe somebody dropped Big Ben. Maybe somebody dropped Derek Carr. These guys, Derek Carr had a, a phenomenal week. He was quarterback one this this past week. So there are some guys out there that could help you out. Maybe you can buy low on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan again looked pretty bad yesterday. Yesterday he's got seven touchdowns oh and six God. picks and. He's got one 300-yard game already. That's it this season. So there are some options. Matt Moore. 
Matt Moore. Do you fine. like Matt Moore? Matt Moore is fine. I'm glad I, I I just thought about him. I probably would have bypassed him. Matt Moore is fine. I mean, Jay Cutler is gone. Matt Moore is basically like Jay Cutler. He's got some weapons around him. Jarvis Landry is is having a fantastic year. Three straight games with a touchdown, getting some targets, getting some catches. Uh, he's top five in targets and catches among wideouts. He he's getting it done this season. And Kenny Stills is is somebody that stepped in for Parker. He's got a touchdown in two straight games. He had nine last season. So there are some options out there. They're not great, but when you lose Aaron Rodgers and some of these guys that are falling, I mean, this is this is what it's come to. You got you got to do what you have you got to do really. And for Matt Moore and Josh McCown and Tyrod Taylor, I'm fine with picking these guys up and playing them. It's slim pickings out there. And Andrew Luck took a step back, uh, a setback. So He's you may not get him. Year, like right? if I had luck, if He's you have done. luck and you're and you're sitting around waiting now, I think the time is is to drop him and cut him and, yeah, and, he's and move on. And he's not playing him. this year. It's tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Speaking of quarterbacks that aren't doing so good, did you see uh, Joe Flacco this week? Oh, it, it oh mean, my God. He looks like he's been dead for 40 years. And the offense what is pitiful. Was that? And I kind of feel a little bad for him in Baltimore because they don't have very many options, right? Jeremy Macklin doesn't play. Hi, hi, like hi. Mike Wallace is dinged up all week in practice, and he suffers a big hit in the opening like couple plays of that game, concussion. He leaves. And this is why you see things like... Javorius Allen led all running backs and targets this week. I'm looking down at my paper. That's why I'm looking for it. 11 targets. 11 targets. So the most of any running back this week. And Javorius Allen had eight receptions, the most of any running back. So he's getting these targets and these catches. And that's why I think Javorius Allen is valuable, valuable to people. For all- Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. Make sure you're joining us every Monday through Friday. Now, that's right. We're here even Friday nights, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern, getting everybody fired up, getting everybody ready. Here's what I got, my man. Here we got fired up. Good question. Jalen Rashad, DeAndre Washington. I'm leading to Jalen Rashad. DeAndre Washington could be more of the tackle to tackle back. So let's hear the Roto experts break it down on which running back they are going to put in their lineup this week. Week 8 of the fantasy football season. Greg Sussman, fantasy executive and Scott backs Angle. That you're losing, DeMarco Murray, Aaron Jones. We have to figure out what to do. And the first thing we look to, obviously, is the waiver wire. So, who is the number one running back this week on the waiver wire? For me, I believe you look to Oakland. Because there's a chance, well, let's say it how it is. Right now, Marshawn Lynch is suspended for one game this Sunday. He is suspended, which means DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard are going to get an opportunity. But here's the thing. He had his appeal heard by James Thrash. Roger Goodell doesn't worry about these types of things. The former wide receiver for the Eagles, James Thrash? Yes. Yep. He does and, that. And Washington, too. Yeah. Really? I yes. didn't know he was a part of the, the, the uh, and he worked for the NFL now. Yes. So he should work for the union. Why, why would you work for the NFL? Why would you work for the man and not the people? They pay better. Probably so. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, sir. <laughs> How can I help you, sir? <laughs> oh, I sure likes to see you, Mr. Goodell. <laughs> so James Thrash heard had a hearing. And Marshawn Lynch basically brought examples that other players have been in contact with referees over the past five years. Yeah. No suspension. Okay. Marcus Peters testified. Yeah, his boy. His boy, exactly. Yeah. He testified that, listen, Marshawn Lynch came out to calm me down. Yeah. He wasn't trying to insinuate anything. He wasn't start, trying to start anything. He was just trying to calm me down. We're going to find out today, I'm sure, if this suspension will be overturned. Hopefully, before your waivers go through tonight. Mm -hmm. But if Marshawn Lynch is suspended, what do we do? DeAndre Washington versus Jalen Rashard. This is a perfect opportunity. You're going to get a running back that's starting for Oakland on a week where you have six teams on now, the Now, the matchup is not the best. Going no. to Baltimore, taking on that Buffalo, I mean Baltimore, Buffalo. excuse me, going to Buffalo, mm -hmm. taking on that Buffalo Bill defense is not the best. Like I always say, and I stress this, I stress this, I stress this. When it comes to situation where you need to go to the waiver wire to pick up one of these running backs, especially where it's a two-headed monster at running back, where it's going to be a timeshare, which running back do you all, which running back, which running back do you go for? In unison. The one, the one that, that catches, catches passes. passes. And Jalen Rashard is the one that catches the passes. That's the one. That's the priority. Now, I got some leagues where Rashard is owned already. I got to put Sun in my lineup. DeAndre Washington, do I feel good about it? Well, no, I don't. But it's six teams on by, and I'm not going to start Matt Breida or Devontae Booker. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and put in a bid for DeAndre Washington in that league. But if you have the opportunity and both of them are on your way with Wyatt and you need help this week, Jalen Rashard is the guy. Yeah, I think Rashard's the guy, too, not only for that, though, but because he was the regular change of pace guy for Lynch more than Washington was. Uh, I think they're probably going to turn to him first. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington got the carries outside the tackles and maybe near the goal line. Uh, they, they seem to use him differently. But I think Richard is probably going to get more reps or more volume. Uh, you know, that's the educated guess that I'm making. You were, you were talking about Chris Thompson a little while ago, Scotty. You mentioned that you, what you like about Chris Thompson is he can break it from anywhere on the field. He makes that, the most of every touch. And yeah. that's the way I feel about Jalen Rochard, too. He makes the most of any touch, and he could break it anywhere on the field. That's why I prefer Jalen Rochard to DeAndre Washington. I don't think he's anywhere near as explosive okay. as Chris Thompson, I, but I'm not, that's not derogatory. I think it's a different skill set. I think he can probably churn out yardage better. Uh, you know, and he does. He's he's versatile. I don't think he's quite as talented as Fine. Chris Thompson, but that's not a knock on him. You know, I don't think he has that upside. But you know, you're looking for a plug in here. Well, that, exactly. So that's why I, I think we all here prefer Jalen Rashard. My question to you is: If Marshawn Lynch is suspended, how much money do you put on Jalen Rashard of your Fab? Lynch is only going to win. Only going to miss maybe one game. And I believe the Raiders have a by the week. Oh, they, yeah, so how many? So, how many so I probably, I probably wouldn't go more than say seventeen dollars on it. Okay. All right. So listen, um, if you said, let's just say you're playing a thousand dollars, say you got fifty-seven of your hundred dollars left. Okay. Right, and you need to figure out. Make it, it, make it fifty. Round number. You got okay. You got fifty of your hundred bucks left, and you need to figure out a situation at running back this week. Right. This is this, to be clear. This is if you need to start a running back this week. If you have no running back, if your running backs happen to be, I think Rashad. Aaron Jones, I think, I think, I think Rashad can 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 give you can give you uh, action even after Marshawn Lynch's suspension really? or whatever happens. Yeah, I think I think I think Rashad is going to be a thing moving forward. You got fifty bucks left. I would. 
should go to the I might go as high uh, yeah 50 bucks left I would go between 21 and 25 almost half my almost half my budget almost, to go get them. Half the, the thing budget. is when Lynch is back we though. gotta win this is what these are absolutely you want to separate yourself right now you want to get two wins with these with these teams on by then this way you from reeks 10 to 13 you can just kind of push forward the thing is when Lynch comes back though I think this is more of a committee again too well that's yeah. what Corey was saying yeah. But I actually agree with your price more, more, more so, Scotty. Now that $17 kind of sounds right, because even if it is a little bit of a committee, you look at what Jalen Richard has done, um, and it just isn't, you know, isn't all that much, to be honest with you. I know we like Jalen Richard. Uh, we know he looks good. Um, but even when Marshall Lynch got thrown out of this game in the first half against the Kansas City Chiefs last Thursday, nine carries for 31 yards. That's not going to get it done. That's not going to be enough. And I also want to put a bid down. I, all, I know that we want the pass catching back. We don't know for sure that that's the guy. What if he doubles what he did last week? 18 carries for 62 yards. And he catches, say, five balls for 30 yards. You have so a pretty he, good four, day. He, he did catch for four, four, four for 45 last right. week. If as he well. does that again, you're looking at a pretty good day. Yeah, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. But I don't yeah. want to spend half my budget on him. Half of what I have left. No, on because him. He only, you only might use him for, for one, one week, game. Yeah. yeah. I can't. So I can't do that. So I like the $17 call. Okay. I mean, I don't mind dropping down and getting the other guys cool with me, too. I just want the pass right. catch, and I'm willing to pay up for the pass so catch. So how much would you then spend on DeAndre Washington? At that same 50 bucks, I would be in that 15 to $21 range. So you're pretty high on both of these guys, even though in a matchup, it's not that good. Now, this, I'm, I'm speaking from my personal thing. I need to yeah, put yeah. people in, the li- in lineups. Right. So, th- that, so that's me personally. And so it kind of depends on what you need to do at running back this week. So I would prioritize it and, 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 and the rest of your fab budget as far as what you have for this week because we're going to be going through situations like this again next week also. So I, I think it's important to get these pieces now. Listen, you can, don't, don't end the season with, 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 with $30 left in your fab. Empty the clip. I would say it'd probably go about... Twelve dollars on him. Yeah, I was just say nine to twelve, something like that. I'm, lu- I'm lukewarm. More, I'm, I'm yeah. lukewarm on Washington as compared to Richard. You guys are you guys are less conservative. You guys are more conservative with Fab than I am. No, I, I'm not. I, I, I rake it up. No, no I'm not. It Scott, depends Scott on what I need. Scott always spends his money. Scott, Scott's not. Uh, depends on what I need. Scott's not. Scott's not a Fab spender. Scott. Scott will. He have, says all the time on here. No, 30%, Scott, 40%. Scott. Scott saves his Fab for the end of the. Scott will have Fab. No, no, no. That's not true. That's not universally true. In some. Scott, I've heard you say before. You like to save money in case your quarterback get hurt. No, I. I, I don't remember saying that. Uh, I'm doing this with you for a long time. Yeah, I, you didn't hear me say it this year, did you? No, you Maybe know, not, not last year. year. It probably something it was back that in I, the, I changed yeah. years ago. Don't matter. Uh, but you know, in my leagues, look, I, I I bid when I saw Chris Ivory. I was thinking early in the week, and nobody else in my dynasty league was thinking it. I, I spent a hundred dollars on Chris Ivory early in the week. Oh, big spender! What big spender for a guy that's going to play one week? You never know. $100. Dynasty, too. It's different. Yeah. I, I have made some very aggressive bids, though. I, in the, the NFFC, I, th- I think I spent like 300 something on Orleans Darkwa. Oh, that was a mistake. No, and then he rushed for 117 yards. Was he in your lineup? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Scott, we talked a moment Ty ago. Win. We talked a moment ago about J.D. McKissick as being the one guy in Seattle that like showed something. <laughs> Have you spent any money on him this week? I'd say spend it if, if you have the But you're not going to have the bench Like he's a dollar make your holla kind of guy Because right. eventually he could be the guy right. And they use him in the passing game He's a stash Only if you have some room I'd say spend a dollar on him Because nobody else is going to spend something on him 
Okay. It's a long-term look. I agree. I agree. Corey, another name that we mentioned yesterday on the program uh, was Rex Burkhead. Now, Deion Lewis is out there uh, in a bunch of leagues, as is Rex Burkhead. Are you interested in those two guys? Yeah, I picked up uh, Rex Burkhead and Deion Lewis in a couple leagues last week. They're still out there this week. I think both of them are worth the add. I think both of them are getting your starting lineup this week. Deion Lewis in Yahoo <coughs> Leagues, available in 71% of leagues. He would be a priority over Jalen Rashard. Yeah, because they're giving him the most important carries, I feel. I agree. Yeah, if Deion Lewis was in there, I'd go at least 40-something dollars on him. Rex, uh, yeah, I, I agree, yeah. Scott. I, I agree. I, I emptied the clip. As you, if you will, uh, for Deion Lewis. Uh, Rex Burkhead. And I will do that in my leagues if he's available, and I don't think he is. Rex Burkhead owned in, in over, uh, is available, excuse me, in over 90% of fantasy football leagues right now. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Welcome back. First hour fantasy football rewind behind us. Second hour coming up next. Make sure you list all the great shows on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, you can catch me before Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy News Desk brought to you by the New York Daily News Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. on the East Coast, the West Coast, 8 p.m. It all starts. And then it goes to 11, uh, 10 p.m. And then Fantasy Football Rewind just follows that. You can also check me out on DFS Today, which is great for you guys on iTunes. Google Play Stitch, it doesn't air. It's just 10 minutes, sometimes less, of my plays for DFS for the day. So you can go ahead and take a look at that each and every day. And then you also get the Lineup Luck Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com Monday through Friday. And give you all the information you need in a little DFS, breaking down football position by position as you guys can get it ready and make sure you got everything you need to be successful in 2017. It's a year of making it happen, right? It's a year of absolutely getting it done, and that's what we're going to continue to do. Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Absolutely dedicated to making things happen. Make sure you head over and get in the contest this week as well and help cure blood cancer. Go over to dailyroto.com forward slash DKMS and make sure you take a look and read how you can help people out and go to the Super Bowl. What could be better than that? And I'll tell you what, the NFC is up to grabs. All the Eagles fans think they'll be in Minnesota. They got jackets, they got gloves, they got hats. Uh, So those people will be all right. They'll be able to acclimate on February 4th to the weather. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. Hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. Coming up next. (laughs) 